When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hello, I'm Shelby Scott, the host of Scare You to Sleep, a podcast where I tell you scary stories full of creepy sound effects and music that is soothing yet unsettling to help immerse you into a world of horror. This is a show for those of us who have realized horror can be a strange but relaxing escape from reality. Speaking of escapes, sometimes I lead you through guided nightmares like a guided meditation, but instead of flowery meadows, I take you on a journey through your own personal nightmare. So come get lost in the terror with me. Now a proud part of the Bloody Disgusting Network, you can find Scary to Sleep wherever you get your podcasts. Sweet screams. What are you doing? Foist? Waterfall? Yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, happy Halloween. Well, if you like Halloween, which if you do, well, you're probably a child. But look, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about Man United, right? I've got a smile on my face. The smiles keep getting wider and wider. Uh, United this week, we've dispatched Sheriff. We've beaten West Ham 1-0, five clean sheets in the last six games. Rashford, a little bit of a return to form. We're speaking about Martinez, Carragher and Souness. We're speaking about Sociedad and Villa. I mean, there's a lot to cover. We're going to try and wrap it all up in the next 45 minutes. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you listen to it. But how are we doing? We've got Bao here tonight. We've got Neil here tonight, fresh from the streets. Not those streets, the streets that are filled with kids trying to get sweets, right? <laughs> that makes me sound really fucking weird. I mean, you do have two children. Just, 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 yeah, yeah, just, to, just to quantify that statement, I've just been back from trick-or-treating. How was it? Was it was it as bad as I think? I've got to say, right? I don't want to be too critical of my children, but compared to last year, so I don't think they really put their back into it. We were still we were still eating Haribo into July. We're barely we're barely going to make Christmas this one, honestly. The cost of living crisis gets worse and worse for Neil. Mm, It's a shocker. (laughs) Well, it's not a shocker. You didn't get any, Uh, mate. uh, Matt, how you doing up there? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yourself? Yeah, man. Not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. What What do you reckon about the? it's just a good feeling going around the club and it just seems to be gathering pace and momentum pretty much every single week, right? At the moment, anyway. 
Do you know what I like most about it? We're not playing well and we're picking up results. And I think that's what something we've not done for a good 10 years. Would you say 10 years? And it's and that's the best thing about it. We have a few ch- Twitter debates with a few knobheads over the last week and stuff saying, isn't it crap to watch? And I said, Do you know what? The togetherness is something that's missed, that we've been missing for what? I'd say at least five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And they were celebrating the blocks, the the back post headers from the low in games, uh, the defence, not conceding. And it's, I think that word, I like the word togetherness and it's something we've, I'm just enjoying winning and so what if we don't play well I'm just enjoying winning at the moment and I'm going to lap it up for all it's worth Mate, I'll be honest I think United have been playing pretty well largely in the majority of games but I think the best example of us not playing well and winning was the second half against West Ham Bal. There was it was the second half against West Ham we properly like we invited them forwards for some reason Ericsson, Casemiro everybody kind of lost the ability to just find those short simple passes yeah but I think a lot of that comes from, and I keep coming back to it, is you're a totally different outfit with Ronaldo in the team than with three mobile attackers, so to say, because teams essentially know how how, how you're going to attack. I think yeah, first off, we played well. Um, and if you've got, you know, like I said, you're, you haven't got your, cent- your, your main centre forward in Marshall, who he wants to play with. And He's back in training. Yeah, you're missing one of your first choice centre halves, and Maguire, who keeps getting pasted, actually had a very good game, and you kept a clean sheet. You know what? Take the three points, take those positives, go into the next one. The goals will come when, as I keep coming back to it, is when he get he hasn't had his first choice eleven that he definitely knows who he wants to play available to him for what more than half a game, a game at most, if you put all the thing the times together. Yeah. So, It'll come. It'll come. Mate, of course it'll come. Matt. Look, we're talking about this. but and I'll tell you what, Matt, I agree with you that the togetherness is one thing that I'm really enjoying at the moment. But another thing I'm enjoying is is Ten Hag's kind of view of it all. He spoke after the game and he, Ten Hag clearly has his picture on like the long-term vision. He's not getting swept up in anything that happens from a game-to-game what? basis. He's like, no, there's, a, there's positives. Of course there are. But fuck, there's things we can improve. Second half mm. against West Ham was not good enough. First half against Sheriff. Look, you go back to that Sheriff game. It was it was really lining itself up to be a repeat of Omania the week before, wasn't it? Where we had to wait until the ninety fifth minute for Scott McTominay to bang one in, up until the point where Diogo Delo stepped up from a Christian Eriksen corner. Eriksen in both of the games, two wicked deliveries into the box, one from a set piece, one from a, a wonderful cross, and that changed the game. Second half against Sheriff, we came out. The Ronaldo started the last couple of games. I can't be asked to talk about Ronaldo in any great detail, so I'm not going to. Um, but Rashford, I'm, I want to have a little bit of a focus on Rashford, Neil. I think the headers that he scored in the last two games, I'm not. Re- I'm not. Has Rashford ever scored goals like that before? Well, do you know what? You don't want to talk about Ronaldo, but that was quite Ronaldo-esque. It was. It, it, it's, 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 it's just. It was. It was a fucking ridiculous header. It was a bullet, wasn't it? And to be honest, the, the fact that the, the the sort of interplay between Bruno and Eriksson. Was superb and even even Delo and the idea you see him like saying no to throwing the ball back to Casemiro because he wanted it to go further up the pitch and he waited for Ericsson and that was that kind of was part and parcel into that goal. Mm. I, I love what I see in Rashford. He's probably my favourite player uh, on balance. Really? Yeah, he probably has been for for some time, and it's what's what made it all the more galling that he's been so out of form. But I just think when he's is, I mean, he's not quite as twinkle toed as Martial, but the sort of the speed, the he's just he's, he's I think he's quite electrifying when he's on. 
when he's on. He's form. a very direct player. He always has been direct yeah. player, isn't he? I actually, I'd love to see. I mean, I think Garnacho reminds me a little bit. We'll get onto him, no doubt. But I, I like what I'm seeing from him. It's the same thing. It's very, very direct. Garnacho, yeah, yeah, uh, sorry then. Let's let's have a little few minutes speaking about Garnacho because there's nothing quite like look, this. This week, I think the West Ham game marked 85 years yeah. that we've had a uh, an academy graduate in our match day squad. He's getting it's, on now, though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it was a ridiculous, ridiculous record. Um, and Garnacho is the the latest uh, youngster to make his debut. And I tell you what. Uh, we've had conversations about Jaden Sancho. Matt, you like to call him Henrik Sancho or or Jaden Mkhitaryan. He's, you, you're putting him in that category at the moment. Jaden Sancho's lost his confidence. He's lost himself really on the pitch. But wow, uh, Alejandro Garnacho, he took to that occasion, Val, and he grabbed it with both hands. And when it comes to United fans, I'm not sure if you're the same as me. The, my two favourite types of player, my favourite type of signing is somebody that you bring through like. Rooney, I suppose Rooney's a bit different, but like your Vidic's or your Ebra's, players that have got talent that get brought into the club and they turn into world stars at the club. I think Martinez, we're watching an example of that right now, rather than signing your Di Maria's or your Pogba's and your... Mm. They, they rarely really work at United. We're not very good at signing fucking great players who are actually great at the club. But Garnacho, when it Casemiro. comes to watching academy graduates, Casemiro, mm. that's working. Yeah. There it's, will be exceptions to the rule. It is an exception to the rule, yeah. But um, but Garnacho watching young academy graduates breaking into the team and doing what he did there, like he did all the right things there, didn't he? And I mean, Jaden Sancho's kind of got to look at him and go, "Whoa, I know what I've got to do because it's not that hard." As United fans, we'll forgive wingers if they try and take someone on and it kind of fails. But for someone to just keep turning around and passing it back to the fullback, it's not what you want to see. That's why the Garnacho performance against Sheriff Bale was so welcomed i suppose by united fans yeah i mean <laughs> um, being honest i actually didn't watch that majority of the game because i was playing football um did you win it was just five aside amongst mates oh, yeah, no, you, you missed garnacho for a five aside amongst mates yeah it's sheriff terrace sheriff terrace ball at home on a thursday now if it's the group the, the knockout stage then the big game one not very good man you in that that's all i'm saying that's all I'm yeah saying. but it's picking and choosing mate oh. but but anyway um <laughs> what was your question? Oh yeah, Guy Nacho. I've thrown um, him off here. Yeah, it's I, I, I loved I loved I love direct wingers. Um and one thing I think Ten Hag's done really well so far is by taking players out of the limelight such as Luke Shaw and hopefully now um De Gea, he did it with Martial. Um you know what? It's given so far we've seen proof of the pudding that it's given them the kick up the arse and they've actually come back hungrier and actually tried to lay down a marker. You know what? I want to keep my spot in this team. And hopefully that challenge um, is there for Sancho. I mean, I personally don't see him going to the World Cup. There's no way he goes no to the World Cup. As, as Matt's, Matt says, the, the challenge Matt laid down to him about three weeks ago, he hasn't really taken. So I'd expect Rashford to go, um, yeah, given this form now. Um, but saying that, then Sancho's got that time that that month or so to reflect on himself and say well what could have i done differently and sit sit down with the manager sit down with the coaches and everything you've got a month to get fit you i think there's gonna be a couple of friendlies one which they've announced today so come back after christmas a much better player um, I'm, I'm still, that, I'm that, still that's the, yeah there's, there's too much talent there it's not as if we've just signed 
somebody who hasn't got a brain. He, for me, he's got a much more of a football brain than all of our wingers. But it's putting putting that into application into a, a system like how United are playing. What do you yeah, think's look, gone wrong? Because I mean, he was brilliant against Liverpool. I don't, I, that's what I mean. I've, we spoke. About, I think we spoke about it last week. I can't put my finger on it. There's, there's not a really obvious reason. Or oh, if this changes, then that will change. Because we've got. I think he's a system player, and I think that's how he thrived at Dortmund. And we've got. A, we've got a proper system now. Mm. It's, it, you know. You know. You know. Everyone knows what they should be doing. Mm. So I don't think it's that anymore. I don't think mm. it's the quality of the players around him. I mean, don't think it's the coach. I mean, you can also kind of liken liken it to, for example, the Kai Havertz situation. He hasn't pulled up trees at Chelsea. Bought from a, a similar price from Germany as well, um, and it always you always saw it at City and especially Liverpool when you're winning games and you've got the odd player who's not in form. You can get away with it. You can hide it. You can bury it because the rest of the team's playing well. And the team's picking results. When the team's picking results, pundits don't want to pundits don't want to talk about one player who's not playing well. Well, they're trying. They're, they're... It's a good segue there, I say, to what I want to talk about, which is definitely the title of this show. And you're fucking right. I'm going to be speaking about Lissandro Martinez. And um, I don't think it's, you know, if I've, I honestly, I'd I'd love you to sort of help me on this situation. I don't remember a United player having this sort of impact in such a short space of time in terms of how I feel towards him. I fucking love him already. It's, it is in. It feels like he's been here for years. It feels like he's. he's it's, I don't know but what I, it is. But I, are I you in love with it. him, Sam? I genuinely think I might be. Hmm. I think you are. You get a bit. You get a little bit starry-eyed when you talk about him. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. Like, mate, he's just. He, he's everything. I know. He's a dream. I know. He's, he's, he's everything that we're missing, right? I mean, everything that we've missed, just in in a in a five foot nine package. But, I mean. I just love him. I've run out of things. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know we were there for a second, did you? You were just the only one in the room. I was just staring at the wall. Yeah, yeah just really the, mate. He is it, mate. Like, Matt, like he's he is the embodiment of everything of everything that we've not had, and the the symbol of uh, something new that's coming ahead. And he's he's the train. He's not the train driver. He's the captain. Ten Hag's the train driver, right? He sets the tone, doesn't he? The first tackle, the first block, uh, the the quick pass out of defence. I think yesterday you saw a bit of a, with him and Varane, you see Varane a bit of a leader, a bit of like a pattern. Him. Just calm down a little bit, son. We'll get through this game. Just calm down. But with Maguire, he had to take, he took Maguire by the by the hand yesterday and led him through the game. Because that first half of Maguire, he didn't make a mistake, but he didn't do anything, anything that we expect oh, Harry to do. Mistake. Yeah. And with, with Martinez, I thought yesterday's brilliant and the, and the stick he's getting it's just United sell that's it's just to sell United it's, there's no other reason there's a, there's I don't think there's an a, an agenda against him but I'm I'm in your boat Sammy's the first bloke in recent times that yeah I love him on the team sheet that's it we got the striker's not going to get a look in look at Harry Kane last Wednesday he did not get a look in at all against mm. Martinez and he, and he kept looking over Harry, his shoulder Harry Kane Gabriel Jesus that's is Son it. Um, Sterling, six foot five, Gianluca Scamacca decided to boot him in the head, and that still didn't work. But, but you know what I find funny? It's like the I went onto the uh, the WhatsApp after the um, after the game, and one of my mates in a group where they were like, "Oh, they've gone for Jamie Carragher, Graham Souness." Did you just see um, what's his name? Um, 
West and, and Antonio bully bully him there, bully Martinez, and I was like, well, what about every other single challenge in the game, which he didn't lose, and you won kind of off the ball shoulder barge, okay, which he's probably take, tried to take on somebody bigger than him. And he's lost, and that's the only thing you you've magnified your whole opinion on the right, match. Oh, he's brilliant. He's right, like, keep right, it coming. Right, right. Like Matt, you're saying you're saying that it's not an agenda, but I will tell you what, Graham Soonis this morning after that game against Skamaka and West Ham yesterday, doubled down on it, doubled down on Martinez and said, "No, nah, I'm still not convinced. His ball playing ability is not good. That's He'll so get stupid. called out. He's." He, he, look, he's just, he's it's just, like they're all just waiting for it to happen, aren't they? And no, like, it, we no, told it, you so, we told you so. Stupid. Like, I did a video today calling out Carragher for that. Like, he, he did a video famously, which I hope gets held up and repeated every single six months, every single fucking game I've been tweeting it to Jamie Carragher. It's, it's ridiculous. After two games, he wrote him off, said he's too small to play in the Premier League, right? But and it was, was that, look at him now. But look that was two now. games in, Sam, and look at those two games. Go back to those two games. We was awful against Brighton and Brentford, so yeah. everyone deserved to get... I'm not I saying throw him under the bus. No, but you've got to look where Carragher's coming from. I'm not defending what he said, because at the end of the day, Martinez has come back and been on, on um, our probably first name on the team sheet now, like we said there. But I think he deserved the criticism... Uh, the, this this taking time oh. to settle and the tie, taking he's come from the Dutch league which okay it's, it's a strong league it's one of the top five in Europe I'd imagine but at the end of the day he's good at, he plays for the Argentine Argentinian national team so he's not stupid he got bullied for those first two games and he didn't help who he was playing against he's playing in a team lacking confidence Casemiro wasn't there it was McTominay and Fred so and it's easy to point out to pinpoint the £60 million defender isn't it so I can see why he was targeted by the media now, it's I I, I don't I get Sunes's point of view to a degree in the fact that he's aggressive. He might get bullied if there's a six foot three striker, but at the moment he's not. He's not. He's proving everything wrong. No, I don't, no, I, I don't fucking get any of it at all. It's just all they did was jump on a narrative two games in, and in, they were so quick to jump on on yeah, but... him getting it wrong. And since then they've been fucking silent. Him putting game after game after game because they're, they're they're driving a narrative with a wider opinion of how people will perceive Lissandro Martinez. So I, as a United fan, but are no, standing in the other corner fighting back for him. No one else is perceiving that, though. It's only those two people. Carragher perceived it 10 weeks ago and soon as perceived it eight hours ago. It's no one else, is it? It's well, not come like... Come on, man. There's, there's, there's stupid people that listen to TalkSport and listen and will listen to and will be driven by that opinion and they, that's what they will take to the pub. 100%. Soonest well, is... I mean, I think anyone... Soonest yeah, is the new Trevor Sinclair know, anyway, so I won't worry about that. Soonest is new nothing. Soonest <laughs> is just an old dinosaur who just needs to accept his place somewhere else. He's going to get booted from everything, but it, it's just, it just pisses me off. Look, look right, of course, if you've been brought up for two, three decades as a scouser, they literally cannot and will not compliment anything that United do. But they should probably focus on their own team and the downfall that's happening now with Jurgen Klopp. Sunes <laughs> 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 was always so, very complimentary towards Paul Pogba, though, at least. <laughs> but you it's say that. Actually, you know, look at Trent. Cool. Trent's getting thrown under a bus. Isn't he? Thrown under a bus? like They are doing everything they possibly can to defend him. No. I mean, Van Dijk's defending hasn't come up for question. Gomez is looking he, very sharp. But Liverpool, it's a, it's a collective, it's isn't come, it, at the moment? Long may it continue. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah. I, well, well, 
I think I think the first two games, the, everyone the, the, was was entitled to be thrown under the bus for United. I think it, it as we said there, I think we called it game thirty nine and game forty, didn't we? I think that's what we labelled it at the start of the season, and rightly so. Yeah, look right, Matt. Matt. But where was in the big change? Remember, Sam, last week you, I think you tweeted it. Our running stats, our pressing stats, everything mm. for the first four games compared yeah, to yeah. I think it was the last five or six, and we've gone from being mid-table or bottom five to everything to being second in the league for absolutely. Yeah. So the the progress is there, and that's mm. all it is at the moment. It's progress. We're in the end of October. We haven't even started the Carabao Cup yet. Let's see where this team is. March, April, when Easter comes, when you should hopefully win the latter rounds of the cup, business end of the season, that's where the challenge starts to begin. But what you've got to do is you've got to keep the consistency now to put yourself in a conversation for anything, be it top four, be it a title shot, whatever. Without that, all you're going to be, you're going to be fifth or sixth, hoping for teams to drop points. Keep yourself in the conversation. That's all you can do at this point. Yeah, it's true enough. It's true enough. Look, look one thing I want to quit. <laughs> I really want to talk about here about this Andrew Martinez because I got a I got a DM from somebody on fucking Twitter. United blocking his flag, <laughs> wankers. Oh, that's so dumb. That flag. So, what was the story behind that? So, uh, TRA um, put it on their um, profile saying, "Oh, we've um, commissioned a flag, um, and it's uh, you'll, you'll see it on Sunday." And then they're like, "Well, United approved it." And then it's gone to print. We made it. And then they said, no, it won't be allowed in the ground because it might offend some people. So they decided after the fact. Yeah. After it was made, despite initially approving it. So Kind of a hard thing to sneak in. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I mean, why would is someone say links to City because it it's blue and white? Or because it's got a, a hatchet across the middle? <laughs> Odd. I don't it's, know. I don't know. Well, it's his, I'll tell you what, like, so he's obviously known as a butcher. That's his nickname. But this, this, DM, this DM I got on Twitter, Med, Mecca Jin, if you're listening, this one's for you. I just want to read you out the conversation because it, it cracked me up. I said, hi, Sam. Been following you on YouTube for a, for a good many months now and enjoy your videos you put out. I've got a suggestion and I'd really appreciate it if you ran with it because it makes perfect sense. Lissandro Martinez is the honey badger. And a honey badger is primarily a carnivorous species and has few natural predators because of its thick skin, strength, and ferocious defensive abilities. They're not that big, but they'll take on anything, regardless of size. The size, lions, leopards, hippos, and crocodiles. You know it makes sense. And I replied, I was like, mate, I don't think I'm going to be calling Lissandra Martinez a honey badger like, anytime soon. He's like, and he replied, I said, no, nah, man. It's the toughest animal on the planet, mate. Belying it's his true, size. It's take, true. It's taking true. Taking on lions. It's 100% Look, true. Like, Neil, you, you, was too, you were waxing lyrical about honey badgers. You got one in your local zoo. Well, I mean, you brought it up. It's not like I just turned up sort of fully armed with the whole sort of section about honey badgers. But you, you had, had it there this. straight away. Well, yeah, you? I happen to know a little bit about the honey badger. So you, do you think that we should be calling him the honey badger? I do. Is, is, is the conversation. They literally put Apparently their faces. Honey... They put their, not that he's ever done this, because this is a very specific thing they do. They literally put their faces into bees' nests and they're getting stung. I mean, if he does that, I don't really see the situation he's defending. But basically, they, they will take bee stings, they'll literally go up and they'll twat a lion on the face. And the, the lion's so freaked out, I was like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? I'm a, I'm a fucking lion. And they'll go out, they'll just literally twat it. The lion will walk off and about, you know, 50 feet away, the lion will start to feel a bit stupid. Like, fucking hell, I mean, that was a badger. And they'll go back, but by this time it's sort of, and they can climb. They've got massive claws and they can dig really quick. I mean, again, I don't see them doing a lot of digging. I don't think that's that important. But there's a lot of similar, basically, he's small and angry and aggressive. That's the 
That's the crux. So effectively, uh, have we all got it wrong? He's not the butcher of Manchester. He's he's the honey badger. Uh, that's, 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 that's the honey. The yeah, it could be the, the honey badger of Manchester. The honey butcher. The honey butcher. The honey butcher. That's a very different. I do get where your your confused fans coming from on that one. He does have a lot of those elements of that particular animal. So yeah, it's a Megajin. I thought I'd throw that into the podcast. I thought it was a good question. It is but, a good yeah, question. Apparently, um, in Spanish, uh, the translation is El or El Ratel. <laughs> really? Was not going to be called him that either. The translation of Honey Badger or... Is El Ratel. Is it now? Interesting. Well, I don't know if that's true or not. He may have just made me say something extremely offensive. If anybody's offended by what I just said, I apologise. I should have checked that before I actually read it out. I'd be hilarious um... if you just got completely Bart Simpsoned <laughs> on a podcast. That would be quite funny. Michael Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but look, mate, look, quick, Martinez, man. Quick glance, glance through Twitter. You see Chris Sutton's fucking weird take from yesterday as well. Chris Sutton's never had weird takes. What are you talking about? He's just like, he goes, really love 606 tonight. Uh, lots of Manchester United fans calling him with some excellent points, but there's a bit of an arrogance when they talk about their team and refer to them as just United. There are many other teams called United and Newcastle are currently above them, but it's right. When, if you used to say to someone, who do you support? I'm a United fan. They're not going to say, oh, oh, is that Scunthorpe? <laughs> Nine <laughs> people out of ten will know who you're talking about. That's, that, that, is a, that is a very odd take. But I'll tell you what's a worse take than that. Jake, I'm calling you out on this in a podcast because it was abysmal. He literally said Halloween was better than Christmas. You tinfoil head wearing, you know what. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for what is What was bastard. his justification for that statement? Because it's a mad one. I, so- uh, Shall I try and go? Let me try and go back through and try and find out what his justification was. I mean, like, was what, what does it give you, right? You get a handful of sweets. If your kids work yes. hard enough, as mine don't, you can get a couple of handfuls of sweets. Pumpkins. <laughs> what else? Like you can dress, you could dress as a witch or something. But what else? You don't get the real, you know, the real meaning of Christmas, as we know, is presents and booze. And that I think right, is a pumpkin and a handful of quality. Is, is, is this what his justification was? He says you don't have to spend endless hours with family members and their kids at Halloween. They're all bastards. Well, I mean, that's a, yeah, I mean, I don't know where he's coming from necessarily on that one. I think that's more reflective of his current relationship with his family than, than, a, <laughs> than a general sort of review of festivals, pagan or Christian. Uh, well, Jake, you've just, uh, you've been horribly exposed here. Like Jamie Carragher got exposed in my video. You've just been exposed by Neil the Honey Badger. So, um, oh, I'm the Honey Badger. Next now. time you, got, mm. you, you are actually going to be known as the Honey Badger. You strike me as all four of us, <laughs> you're the most likely to, to be a Honey Badger. Big old Jake, though, with his weight loss. Yeah, <laughs> he's nearly lost three stone. To be fair, so he's probably that's probably why he, he hates the idea of Christmas. Well, his brain cells seem to have gone with it as well. Oh mate, Jesus! <laughs> Can you lose weight in your brain? Is that a thing? No, well, Sam, that's not a thing. I don't know how, what what sort of exercise huh? would that be. <laughs> One sec, just... I'm just doing some press ups. <laughs> Spending time with Ash. <laughs> yeah, spend time listening to Talk Sport. You'll definitely lose weight upstairs. But um, look, we've got two games left this week. We've got Sociedad on Thursday, which is all set to be an absolute cracker, really. Mm. Mm. With um, everything in this whole Europa League group stage has been building towards this after the abomination of the first game. And it's set up for it. We've got to win by two, I think. I, I, I thought first that if we win anything more than 2-1, if we score two and we win by a goal, because they only won 1-0 at Old Trafford. So if we won 2-1 there, we, won, we scored two goals there. But... Well, apparently, I think well, we have to score two. Yeah, but apparently it is we have to win by two clear goals because their goal difference is higher anyway. So that's seven, seven ahead, aren't they, on goal difference? So yeah. Because even if it's we win 2-1, we've we've still won by 
what a one goal difference at their ground as, mate, as they did. Mate, and this 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 year's Europa is set to be probably the toughest yet. Like with Barca mm-hmm. dropping down, Juve dropping down, Sevilla, Atletico, I think, and I think there's another one. I think Spurs might drop down if they don't beat if they don't beat Marseille. Ajax, uh, Ajax too. Fuck, it's written, isn't it? It's absolutely written. If 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 we can draw Ajax, but well, we should what, be able to beat Ajax. We've taken their best players. It's, mate, to be fair, I saw uh, Ajax a fan on Twitter today, basically saying if they don't win their game this week against Napoli and PSV, that the manager's in question already. So. The wheels really are falling off at Ajax. What, what, what do you expect? Do you expect United to go like we did against Spurs on Thursday, like aggressive, high press? Is that the way we're going to play on Thursday, or do you reckon we're going to do the classic European away performance of sit deep, hit on the counter? I was just going to, I was going to see how saucy they are getting on in La, La Liga. Think they scored two at the weekend. Like Matt, Matt, what, what do, you, what sort of? How aggressive do you, I suppose, is the question I'm asking. How aggressive do you think United will be on Thursday? I think it'll be tight for the first half an hour, or first 20 minutes, keep the ball, uh, and play your way into well, they, the game. They, they lost 2 0 at bit. Yeah. Yeah. They lost 2 0 at the weekend. Yeah, at home to Betis, yeah. which does us nice. Oh, I t- I take well, they've that. lost the last two league games. I'll take that. Oh. Is that a Graham Sooners right. impression? Sorry to interrupt, Matt. I don't know who that was. I'm sorry. I think that was a honey badger. It just came out of me. Sorry, Matt, carry on. No, no, I, th- I think we keep it tight for the first 20. Uh, I think we've got enough in the locker. So if we turn up, we'll beat them. Uh, I don't know. I th- Tony's not going to be back in time, is he? I know there was a picture of him training today. So it'd be interesting to see there's well, still three days to go, two days to go. And he's not going to be involved in the World Cup. So it's, it could be worth a risk to a degree. Uh, obviously, we've got a couple more games for the World Cup. Uh, Aston Villa twice. Uh, I... I Am I worried about Thursday? Need no, not really. Need one goal no. in the second half and bring Nick Powell on. Yeah, bring bring Nick Powell on. We need one goal. Bring Nick Powell on. Nick uh, Powell. What the Nick Powell for one matter tub? I think we've got. Jeez, a, I think we'll win. I think we've compared to when we played them last. We just feel like a completely different. But like, if you remember that Saturday like, game, we switched. What was it? Nine? I think eight nine. I players. think quite unlucky it was a problem. It was a proper second eleven we put out. Uh, Ten Hag effectively trust at that point he trusted his squad enough to mm. say, you know what, I can take eight of you out and you'll all play the same. And he was like, well, fuck, that didn't work. I know it's easy with, with hindsight, but maybe something like Omanir or Sheriff might have been the, the time to try that when that's clearly the toughest game in the group. Well, not the game, the game that's probably theirs. This this bearing it to their place is the toughest I, I, I game, the toughest it's, team. It's, it's, yeah, first enough. first group game. You're at home. You think you know what? There's enough fixtures there. Even if we draw, I don't think you ever anticipated losing the game. Um, yeah. But I don't think I've ever seen a group stage where you've had actually two whipping boys. Okay, even though we, there were narrow results, they still lost every single game they played against United and Sociedad. Yeah. So then, effectively, United and Sociedad is just essentially what you've taken against each other. I mean, 15 points isn't going to be enough to win the group <laughs> for, yeah. for, for one team. Yeah, it's true it, enough. It just seems ridiculous. Oh, no, but it's, mate, it's the Europa League group stages. It's, it's a poop. It is poop. I swear they make the the anthem particularly bad, just so you know you're playing in the Europa League. They could invest in a lovely like orchestral Champions League esque song, but they don't. It's just like a karaoke pile of crap. Hmm. Just feels. I, I, I see us winning, but the the two goal margin. Obviously, they're not going to roll over, so they they want that. That buy as well, so it'll be, it'll be a difficult game. Their fans will be behind them, but like I said, hopefully get the early goal. 
I hope we get it. But uh, mate, and then you got on on Sunday. Look, this weekend was talking. We were talking about things that United haven't done recently. Something we hadn't done under Solskjaer, or we didn't do. Sorry, was take advantage of weekends where our rivals drop points. This one, this weekend, mm. Chelsea lost four one. Liverpool lost. We took advantage of that. Next weekend coming up, Chelsea play Arsenal, and Spurs play Liverpool. It's another perfect. It could be ideal situation here. They they draw. We can gain two points on every single one of them by beating Villa. It's going to be Emery's first game. You kind of got no idea what to expect. I think in the two games they had after Gerard got sacked, they won four 0 and lost four 0 Then, like, so it's like fuck knows how to predict this game. Like, I've got no idea what to predict on Sunday. He sets Villa up. Park. Remember the sort of against Villarreal. I mean, you know how he sets his teams up. I mean, it's just the hard to beat, sort of gritty, mm. sort of. It's quite annoying playing Emery teams. Quite annoying. God, Villarreal. I forgot about that. Was Villarreal. awful. That was just bloody awful to watch. It was no fun. We just looked. But where there's Tyrone Mings, yeah. there's always a chance. True. <laughs> and he take his keeper out at the weekend. <laughs> I, I didn't see the inside. So I know he, Martinez got injured. I don't know what what for. Yeah, that was quite Same nuts minute. actually because he was clearly fucked, and then they just sort of. Oh, they need him in the head, didn't they? Yeah, they sort of carried on for about five minutes. He was sort of still laying down, and then. I think the rules are you're sort of meant or should be that you're meant to get him off, have proper treatment, get properly looked at and come back on. But they just sort of let him. Then he just sort of sat down about 10 minutes later and couldn't go on. I think he was concussed. Mate, the, it's really dodgy. The rules around concussion are, are pretty damn bad. In, every, in pretty much every contact, any contact sport, they are pretty awful. NFLs, obviously, they've had some serious, serious ones well, this rugby. year. I mean, what's his face? Um, uh, who's the hooker that used to play? Um, plays for Northampton, I think he was. He, can't, he said he can't actually remember the, the final in 2003 because he's now got basically early onset dementia because he's you know Shit. second row you just got your head sort of between two people's thighs and you're getting you know it's rugby you just get fucking battered senseless for wrong wrong sport podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah true i don't know what rugby is is that the one with the racket well, maybe, maybe, maybe we've talked about honey badgers and halloween for five minutes i'm pretty sure we can talk about rugby for 30 seconds yeah let's get it now, <laughs> egg, egg chasing now look right i want to wrap up here two th- two things to wrap on the podcast uh, one i want to ask you um uh, a question about who you think is indispensable in this united team and second one i'm going to answer give you the questions that people have sent in uh that first part there if if there were going to be three players you think fuck if they get injured we're screwed what three players are you going to put in what order i was i was thinking about this question just before i came on i was eating my dinner our, our the last ten goals we've scored have have been scored by eight different goal scorers. Something right. which we didn't do last season and, and in a couple of years ago, where the goals, the responsibility for goals has been shared out. That's gone all the way from the back to like say Casemiro, McTominay, Fred, Bruno, Rashford, Anthony. Everyone has chipped in with very very important goals. So I think this season is just about keeping the squad and the core of it as fit as possible for the majority of it and being able to chop and change when needed. Um, ultimately, in terms of one single standout player, I don't think we're going to... I can't really answer that question until I've seen his first 11 play and then you see, well, this is how his Manchester United... Just, just right now, with. of what you've seen, which player do you think, if he's out of the team, I'll tell you what, we're going to play differently. I would say Christian Eriksen. You for say me, Christian is number one. How we look with the with the ball for me, it's Ericsson. Martinez, right. Ericsson, Delo in that order. Right, Matt, you're shaking your head up there. Speak no, because to me. You, I think 
bell, well, of course I think bell's wrong because that's just life in general. But the low, you take the low out, <laughs> look at the replacement. You take the hair out, you look at the replacement. And then you take Ericsson out. The first two for me are key. The low. The low you comes off. The low doesn't play yesterday. Wambazak, we can see two at the back post all day long because Aaron Wambazak has switched off. So the improvement from I, him. I, I personally would. I personally agree with Matt. In I think I think Delo is number one. If you take Delo out of this team right now, ahead of Martinez, it, the, it's it's the biggest drop off. I think it's, it's either Delo or Martinez. It, that, that's where the argument I think exists in terms of who's more important. Right now, we've got five clean sheets in, in the last six. We're not he, he's going to go to the World Cup as well. So he's Mate, played he's every, every single game. game. Every game. His fitness is unreal at the moment, but he will get. Exhausted. That's my my concern is that his the what I love about the togetherness and the celebrating when they it, you know when they sort of go out to his sort of chest, but there's, they're risking injury every time they go and chest bump and sort of congratulate each other on another clearance. The way <laughs> that the speed they go at each other, we are risking Ericsson, sorry Martinez and Dallo knocking each other cold. I got to calm down. So you 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 would be the fun police and say, look lads, calm I, down. I know you, I know you're enjoying yourself. Mm. Can you just? Can you just shake hands, maybe instead? Yeah, just wander over. That was a good clearance, but just settle down. Isn't just, that just what nod, honey badgers do and... after they've twatted a lion, as you called it earlier, Neil? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. <laughs> just, oh, mate, that's a good catch. <laughs> oh, well done, honey badger. Cheers, honey Here's badger. Here's a high five. <laughs> mm, thanks, B. <laughs> right, listen. Uh, I want to quickly read out some of these questions we got sent in. See if anyone's actually sent any in. Alex, you sent in two. How you doing, buddy? He said, number one, do you think United should take up a one-year option on Delo's contract right now? Because uh, obviously his contract expires in the summer. I think we're going to... I don't think we're in deep conversations if we are over a contract extension, but we can't lose him on a free. Surely, can we? I think United, what United are doing, I think as it was kind of leaked out, you're going to have to earn your contract. Luxa Shaw, Rashford, and obviously Delo you just mentioned. Earn your cheese. There's deals there. But we'll, if we see some serious progress, um, then we'll give those deals. Out. I was speaking to a Liverpool mate of mine, um, and he doesn't buy all this FSG stuff out. But he goes, the thing that was he he was more annoyed with this summer was how they handled um, giving out needless new deals, like players like Naby Keita, who's done next to nothing to deserve it. That's what United did historically with the likes yeah, of Smalling and Jones, mm -hmm. etc. So there's no rush. These players aren't going to suddenly just go anywhere between now and June the 30th. Um, have you, with Delight, have United still got um, a year to exercise on top? Or I think that's it? what it is. I imagine. I think it's the same thing with the Hayer, isn't it? I think yeah, we've yeah. got a year extension if we want to offer it. I think we've got that built into every contract. Yeah. So it's not as if the Pogba situation where you've already done that and he's definitely going. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm not concerned. I imagine, I imagine we'll probably, I think that's kind of the question that Alex is asking, whether we'll take that one-year option up and just give us a little bit more time to decide whether he, we get that long three, four-year deal for him. I imagine we'll probably do that. So, yeah, Alex, I do think we will, actually. Uh, question here from Ben Bosco, who's saying, uh, because of our uh, Martial's injury rate and Ronaldo wanting to leave, do you think it's possible that we finish in the top four if we don't sign a striker in January? Throw it to the board. What do yep. you reckon? Yep, and buy Harry Kane in the summer. Boom. You want Harry Kane? I'd love Harry yeah. Kane. Why wouldn't you want Harry Kane? Yeah. I mean, there's no way we're falling Harry Kane. Why not? No way. I looked at it. We bought Harry Kane in the summer. 
it'd be literally a month younger than when we signed Van Persie. Mate, you got it there. I'm not saying at all means. If we suddenly, for example, close that gap massively to City this year, and then you buy someone like Harry Kane, and you fix some of the other couple of holes, you're not very far off a team who can challenge for some serious I, I look, look, mate, I'm not saying that Harry Kane would be... Mate, my, the worst take I've ever, ever done was I did an article for the Daily Mail back in the day where I said... We Man United shouldn't sign Harry Kane because it would stunt James Wilson's growth. Uh, I literally wrote I, I wrote genuine English words about that, and it's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. But I, I don't think we could afford Harry Kane. I think you're looking at 100 mil in the but summer still. Plus, I, I think if Spurs implode and, it, for example, Conte leaves again, if if they if they don't continue progressing, so like I said, they could have been on. Um, they shouldn't they shouldn't have won really on the weekend. A better team doesn't let them back into the game like like Bournemouth did. Um, I think the implosion's but, starting, to be honest. I mean, if you're not really in the yeah. implosion so much, I don't mm. think their progress is quite as much as reported because they haven't really I, I mean, played anyone. The Arsenal, Arsenal, we, we, we won, Arsenal won. And they've lost Bournemouth. I mean, yeah. you're going into a game, every game, with eight defensive midf- eight defensive players. How are they going to... Kane and Son don't want to play in a team where they're literally relying on having to create their own chances for themselves. It's, 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 it's the Conte and the Mourinho system, isn't it? It's sit back, be resolute, and then try and hit far, hard and fast on the counter. That's just I, think, the way... I, think he's, I think he's worse than Mourinho. You reckon? Yeah. Mourinho, if, it's it's difficult in the sense that with Mourinho, when he had the attacking players, he scored the most goals in the Liga ever with Real Madrid against, yeah. Pep's, against Pep's Barcelona. And Chelsea were put fairly... So, they usually yeah. bang him in with When Chelsea. he had the, the, the Robin Drogba Duff, all mm. that era. Yeah. Chelsea, the first... Chelsea Mark one, they were entertaining. They were, they, they, were, they were solid as well. But I don't solid. know. That, that's that's the the podcast for the summer. The summer that transfer is, That is a podcast for the summer. Is it really really important question here from MJH saying, uh, "Do trains run from Cheltenham to London on Sundays?" <laughs> uh, Neil, you're not privy to this conversation. Uh, we'll tell you after the podcast. But Alex. Um, Alex can't be here tonight, and, and we're all thinking about you, Alex. And uh, we'll hopefully see you next week. Stay actually, strong. Uh, stay I'm strong, man. We're all here with you. To finish now. I want to find out what happened. Yeah, no, we're all here with you, Alex. Right, just stay strong, my man. Uh, and the final question to finish from Ollie Watson Jones. He's saying, "Look, Alex Crook on Talksport thinks that United could finish second this season. Do you reckon that's a genuine possibility?" Yeah. Yes. I think it is. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just yeah, any, anyone can. Anyone can. Mm. It's it's properly open, isn't it? It's that. It, Arsenal at some point are still just Arsenal have to prove me wrong in the same way that United are proving us wrong and proving a lot of people wrong this season everyone's expecting us at some point to fucking wobble and, and shake and everyone's expecting the same of Arsenal if they don't then it's something different from United it's something different from from Arsenal but I still hope they do and mate Liverpool they it's properly looking like Klopp's last year at Dortmund at the moment isn't it really really you, well, you think like if they're going to do last it, year at Liverpool more specifically yeah it's a very good point but after City you're thinking if they're not going to do it after City wow it's a shame it's a real no one likes to see it and especially for the greatest team of all time it's it's unbelievable really I can't believe it mm, unbelievable yeah. it's a bit like we but, had that yeah. really good run then we lost 2-0 to Sheffield United under Oli do you remember that mm-hmm. was that they when we were top of the league, league. They, were, yeah, they were bottom of the league and we were playing quite well and then we just got absolutely Right. Oh, I remember that they scored. Like, they scored a second goal like the night, like the eighty ninth minute. Yeah, or something, didn't they? It, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crap. It was crap. But look, I, 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 I honestly, I, I, I'm not going to get over zealous and say, "Oh, United favourites a second. We're not favourites a second. But 
to beat the progress where we are, we spoke about it. I said October was a big month. October's ended with six wins, two draws, and one defeat to City. Really good progress in overall in a month. We've beaten Spurs, drawn against Chelsea. We've got to this Europa League knockout game effectively. Not a knockout game, but you know, we don't want to finish second. We don't want those extra games. Shit is on the up. Martinez, uh, yeah, Marta, I, honestly, I, I, I feel like I run, I, I feel like I, I get butterflies in my mouth. <laughs> in your mouth? Isn't it? Don't you get them in my the mouth? stomach? You get butterflies in your I love mouth. That, that, that is a classic Samism there. It's mm. probably the first Samism. The, I love mixing things. I, in my head, I know <laughs> what I'm trying to say, but something else comes out. Butterflies. I've got butterflies in my mouth, mm. apparently. Nothing wrong with butterflies in your mouth. But look, we'll wrap it up this week. Uh, Martinez is apparently a honey badger, which we've now found out. <laughs> reliably informed. Uh, <laughs> Rashford, we wouldn't really speak that much about Rashford. He's back in form. It's a, it's a really important week. It, the important games keep coming, right? World Cup's in a, what, three weeks? I don't know, is it three weeks away? Something like that. And we've got two Premier League games left now. Next Old Trafford game is not until the 27th of December. That's madness, isn't it? That's it, proper madness. Really? Oh, yeah, look, I suppose. Yeah. No, it's not. Villa yeah. away, Villa at home next week, cup game. Oh, no, you know what I mean. Fucking Premier League. Don't be a dick. Just sit there eating your protein pot. Be quiet, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, right, thanks for joining in for the episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it. And hopefully next week we still continue with the buzz. Because I tell you what, I'm enjoying watching United again right now. And it's been a while since I think I've said that. You're probably the same. Take it easy, everyone. Up the Reds. Up the Reds, indeed. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Rachel Fisher. And I'm Desi Jenikin. And we host Hollywood Crime Scene. Our show is about the salacious crimes and scandals of the rich and famous, from the early days of Hollywood to the 21st century. We also cover Los Angeles history, true events that inspired movies, interesting biographies, and more. At the end of the week, we drop our mini episode, which recaps the news everyone is talking about, plus the weirdest stories of the week from around the globe. We also talk about food a lot. Subscribe to Hollywood Crime Scene wherever you find podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.